and hang in the shack with Lachlan Patterson, cause it's the Lockdown Podcast, talking about whatever you want, chilling out, having a chill sesh with Lachlan's guest, yeah, the Lockdown Podcast. Hello. Hello. My name is Lachlan Patterson, and you are listening to The Lockdown here on the radio, whatever you're listening to. Spotify? What do you guys... iTunes? Does anyone use iTunes? Napster? People are still using Napster. I remember when Napster came around, it was... It changed my life. I had a new appreciation. Anytime I thought of a song, I could just listen to it. That was the new thing. Brian, welcome, Brian. He's got a look on his face right now. He looks exhausted. He's on his beach cruiser. He's got his beautiful white Aviator Nation hoodie with multiple rainbow stripes. We all know how much those cost. If you don't, look it up. Very successful man, Brian. He's wearing sweatpants because it's Sunday. I asked for a small cup of coffee. He brought me the biggest one. Thanks, dude. I'll drink it over the next three days. Hello. Oh. Make yourself comfortable, Brian. Take your time. I'm just uh, just talking to the to the folks here at home. It was one of those Starbucks runs where you went in there, and the guy in front of me didn't know if he was allergic or lactose intolerant. Oh. And he couldn't figure it out, so it took him forever to order. He didn't know whether he <laughs> yeah. was allergic or lactose intolerant. Yeah, he kept asking for all these different things, and they kept explaining, and they were out of everything. And then when I asked for our simple coffees, yep. they're like, oh, we got to make a new batch. Wow. So I was in there for 15 minutes stewing. <laughs> Another batch of coffee. Yeah, at Starbucks. <laughs> they still call it Starbucks coffee. Yeah, so that's why you got the, the large, because I was patiently waiting, but trust me, I was not patient. And so for patiently waiting, they gave you a bigger cup? Yeah. So by patiently waiting, they didn't give you what you wanted? I mean, what you asked for. Technically not, no. I think they thought they were doing me a... A solid, as they say. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Brian. I love coffee. Your headphones are good? Yeah, they seem good. Okay, you got a kind of... Perfect. Uh, can I take a picture? You look like Mickey Mouse. These things are so big. <laughs> <laughs> They're so big. These are, these are big ones, bro. Should I return these things? They're just... They're so funny. Um, I love coffee. Do you love coffee? Getting into it, yeah. I, you know, I told you I got that ninja and started making my own. Yeah. And lesson learned, when you don't have enough coffee, don't try and make coffee. Uh, when you don't have enough, enough oh, coffee? Oh, when you're scraping the bottom of yeah, the jar? Yeah, especially to do like iced coffee. Yeah. Because you got to do it. And the iced coffee came out and it was clear, you know, that like kind of diarrhea look to it. Yeah. And I had a sip of it. I was like, this isn't going to work. No. So I just went to Starbucks and got fucking annoyed. <laughs> Do you see how high they poured it? Yeah. I, and it's, it's right next to my equipment. <laughs> Perfect place. It's, it's just the, the thinking. It's not like, I don't think it's like dinner for me, coffee. Coffee is a wonderful experience that I love. And it's obviously different for everybody because like you and me, I'm looking at Brian. He has a black coffee with ice. You texted me what I wanted. <laughs> You were at the Starbucks and you were nice enough to ask me if I wanted a coffee. Thank you. And you texted me. Uh, I mean, 
wants Starbucks. I said, yes, please, small black coffee. You wrote hot plain, question mark? I said, hot plain, not sure what plain is, but hot. <laughs> and you said, like, no shit in it. <laughs> and I said, no shit, please, because I don't like shit in my coffee, no. and it looks like neither do you. Mm -mm. I think we, we're on the same side of this fence. Although, hot coffee is a different story. Hot coffee is too much for you. You don't like hot no, coffee. No, no, I do. I'll put, but I'll put cream and sugar in hot coffee. You will? Yeah. Okay. It's still coffee. Yeah. Here's my thing. This is my belief about coffee. You tell me your belief, but my belief is that coffee is something I use to wake the hell up in the morning and get, st get, get to work. It's a little <clears throat> pick-me-up to help get me started. That's why I don't get the frappuccino mocha almond vanilla nut because that's that's ice cream that's dessert mm -hmm. that's something i think you don't deserve yet i don't deserve an ice cream cone just for waking up i still have so much to do today <laughs> and i'm not going to give myself a big pat on the back and a well job well done ice cream when i still have so much to do those are generally pretty good around three or four during the holiday season right you maybe reward yourself during the holiday season. <laughs> yeah. But when I'm waiting to get on an airplane to go at eight in the morning to go travel to, to work, you know, you're in an airport, lady or sir. Like, act like an adult. Mm. Get a cup of coffee, get a paper, and just disappear <laughs> like all of us. <laughs> Don't start slurping on your drink like you're about to go to Candyland for the day. Are you saying like disappear like into the bathroom or just no disappear into your, you know, we all, when we go to the airport, we just kind of yeah. look straight down. Nobody talks to each other. It's not like in the movies. Hey, where are you headed? I fucking can't stand that. It's not true. I, or do people do that to you? No, but like you'll be standing there and they'll be like, is this, is this a boarding group? Whatever. Right. And I still don't understand if you're at an airport and it's like gate seven, eight, nine. Yeah. And they're next to one another. And they're leaving within 20 minutes of one another. The speaker systems, just like they're talking over one another, and you don't know who the fuck is right. talking. There's no, I don't know. There's you, no you rhyme gotta, or reason for you it. You got to stay sharp. Yeah. I, it's a couple of times I've, you know, been standing there and been like, oh, shit, this thing, this gate changed. Me too. <laughs> and I'm the only, and you notice how no one else heard it but you? <laughs> and you're all mad at everybody else for not telling you. <laughs> but goddamn, don't talk to me. And then there's, without fail, when they do that gate change thing, as you're boarding, or there's always somebody running. Yep. I don't, I don't like running in the airport. No, because when you get to your plane, you're just a mess. It, and you look, it's not very dignified. Take your missed flight with dignity. Walk it. <laughs> walk and miss your flight. And, and put your belt on standing. Don't put your belt on running. Yeah, yeah, good point. Stop and put your sh tie your shoes, put your belt on, take a breath, and assess how important it is to catch this flight. They will get you on another flight. They're yeah. going to put you on the next flight. They're going to give you the same seat if you, if you show them you deserve it. The last flight I was on, we were about to board, flying to Arizona. And right as we were boarding, they're like, the captain hasn't shown up. We have to cancel it. And so now you've got all these people that were like trying to connect to go to Cabo or whatever. And you just see like straight panic. Everyone's on their phones trying to get another flight. <sighs> They're running to that customer service thing. 
And I was, I was thinking to myself, like, where the fuck would a pilot be? Like, did he just get hung over and not come in? Or right. what? I don't know. But it was interesting to see that. And then the next time when I got back on, the plane was empty. So I don't know where everybody went. Yeah. How do you call in sick if you're a pilot? A lot of people are relying on you. Yeah. Well, that's why you have, like, co-pilots, right? Okay. I'm running late. <laughs> uh, just uh, tell them I'm sorry. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming through baggage collar or security right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm late for pl- flights all the time, but I've never really been there and the pilot's late. That's crazy. I was on a plane and they held it up for two basketball players to get on. Wow. And when they got on, everybody's like, oh, I know why we were late. <laughs> have, you, have you ever held up a plane? No, I've gone on there like late though and like hot and kind of like your body temperature's hot and you're walking down. and Everyone's looking at you. Yeah. It's a cultural weird thing how you get on and how you have to walk by the first class people. Yeah, it's it's there's a there's a class system that couldn't be more clearer. And what's funny is those first class people, I never see them at the gate. It's like they they instantaneously yeah, they appear perfectly. <laughs> they show up in first class. They get a long coat on and yeah. briefcase. Yep. I I um I delayed a train. I, f- I, f- I still feel bad looking at those faces. <laughs> we were on a train, me and my buddy Damon. Damon Schritter, look him up. He's got a podcast with Paul Meyerhog called The Microdose. It's very funny. Two of my Canadian buddies up there. They, I was on a pl- train with him across the border to Montreal from New York. and How long is that? I think it's like four hours. We did it through the night. I think it'd be longer than that. New York to Montreal, it's not that far. Okay. But they, um, the dog smelled something in my bag at the border. And they smelled something in Damon's bag. So the train's going across the border? Or yeah, you, train's crossing the border. So as you're sitting on the train, they check you on the train? The, the dog came down the row, oh, and wow. uh, Damon and I were sitting together. Damon went to show his passport. And the dog sniffed his passport. Apparently, he smoked a, a, a joint at one point in New York and put the roach in his passport mm-hmm. of all places. You never think about it, but right. every time you show your passport to a, a canine officer, the dog's <laughs> going to smell your passport <laughs> yeah. forever. Yeah. You're never going to get that off. Yeah, you're in trouble. Here's how good the dog is, by the way, if you think you can... Def- get past a, a sniffing marijuana sniffing dog or a drug sniffing dog i had the night before taken a joint and thrown it away that was in my pocket that was just a little roach with a little ash on it and i threw it out before we got on the train i took that jacket and i rolled it up into a ball and i shoved it dead center in the middle of my luggage and i covered it with other clothes and i zipped that luggage up and the dog sniffed that luggage and smelt, and they took me to the front of the of the train. That's embarrassing. Everyone looking up at you and everybody. Shit. They walked me past everyone. We were in the back of the train. We were in train zone four. I was in the caboose. They brought us all the way to the front, opened my bag, and basically said, "The dog doesn't lie. So where is it?" And that's all we're going to ask you. And I said. <laughs> And I said, well, I don't know what to tell you. I got nothing. And well, they said, well, dogs don't lie. And so we, we, we had an impasse. So they made me take out everything in my bag. And, and along with 
I mean, Damon didn't, ha- didn't smell anything in his bag. They took his passport. But I took out everything, and eventually the dog narrowed it down to that jacket pocket. And it was... It was, it was literally when they dumped it upside down in their hand. Yeah. It would be like two shakes of a pepper shaker. Like wow, it's pretty nothing. amazing. It is pretty amazing. A fantastic sense of smell. <laughs> I was crossing the border when I was about 20 back in the United States of Mexico. And before you cross, this guy gets on this bus we're all on. He goes, anyone that has anything, you know, get, you know do, what, do whatever before we come through here. So as we're going through security, the immigration guy comes on he doesn't say anything to anyone he just walks straight to the back he goes into the bathroom and he sees like people have like stashed drugs in the bathroom or whatever yeah and he just says all right everyone off the bus like because he just knew that the white kids was gonna be so dumb and like not have it on them but like trying to hide it in like a i don't know like a little cupboard in the bathroom <laughs> so yeah they're <laughs> they it. know idiots yeah they just they saw so like oh, I, bet I know where they're gonna put it they're just as smart as the dogs wow they made me walk past everyone on that pl- train back to my seat with my bag. <laughs> and I, was, I didn't mention there was a dude with me who they were opening his bag right next to mine and talking to him. Yeah. And I looked in his bag and it just seemed like all new clothes and new merchandise. Yeah. And so it looked like he was doing some sort of uh, cross-the-border smuggling maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, when, we, when the train rolled out, and imagine it's like Polar Express. We're covered in snow. The yeah. whole landscape is white, except this building that is covered in snow with just a window. And in the window, there is a man, the, the guy who is next to me's hands are fa- palms glass on the glass facing everyone on the train as we rolled by. And he had to stand. He had to sit like that while we all rolled by. It's it, not ideal. Talk, talk about humiliating, I guess. Take you, turn you off a train riding. Yeah. Why are you dressed up today? I am. Oh, it's Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day today, Brian. Maybe it's just the socks. <laughs> yeah, I, I usually kind of go plain, and then I li- I light it up with the socks and the shoes usually. Today. I didn't light it up too much with the shoes because Jill's mom's in town, and I want to look too flashy. I don't want to get the wrong impression of my lifestyle. That you're killing it. Exactly. <laughs> I, I want her to to keep a backup savings just in case. Yeah. Always keep a, you know. Where, uh, for where are you daughter. guys going today? We went already to breakfast. We went to Rutz Hawaiian. Brian, can you believe how tall this coffee is? Um, it was great. You know, Crush came with us, our little two-year-old, and Jill, and... Uh, her mom and her brother and her brother's girlfriend and we got like uh, like a traditional Hawaiian. Hawaiian Filipino breakfast and where is it where is this place it's on Washington and uh like Culver City Washington and Sentinella that's cool mm-hmm. and uh they took care of the all, both the mom's meals the Bruts did oh okay that's nice they bought their meals isn't that nice? Very nice. And Crush passed out, so I immediately called you and said, yo, podcast. Yes. Cool. Here we are. It's great. Your mom, you have a... Did you wish your mom a happy Mother's Day? I did something better. What did you do? I sent her a, a happy Mother's Day video from Ricky. Oh, you did really? <laughs> Ricky gave you a free cameo? Yeah. D- did you pay him? No, no. I was driving by. Cause I, went, uh, I went downtown to... Do you ever... You ever go to those gardens over by USC? 
I know, but those USC gardens are beautiful. Is it part of the prop, uh, campus? Yeah, like where the Museum of Man is and all that beautiful. stuff. Yeah, so I cruised through there with the dogs and went down to Skid Row to actually see what that's like with my own eyes. It's, D- downtown Skid Row. Yeah, it's there's no hope. There's no hope. No hope. Wow. It was unbelievable. Kind of, sh- kind of shit like red lights, you just kind of roll right through. I'm not stopping. It was that many people, people running all over the place. And I looked up and I was like, oh, that's the Cecil Hotel from that. Uh, you remember, did you watch that documentary on that? You told me to. Yeah, it's interesting, but. That's the hotel from Blade Runner, is it or no? Is no, it's the one sorry. where the lady just, the lady died a couple of years ago in the water tank. Oh my God. Anyways, uh, but no, as I was coming back, I passed Ricky and I said, hey, Ricky, I need you to do a video for me. I sat in my car and just said, and he goes, all right, tell me when to pop up behind the car. And he popped up and said, Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I would buy that. Let's see if, uh... You want to see it? Um, can I post it for everybody? Sure, I'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> He's the best. I, I don't have my phone on me, but right. I... I got to get it to you. I try to stay off the phone sometimes. I get it. So you sent your mom, Ricky. I was dancing. She said it was the best gift. She did. Yeah. Well, it doesn't say much about your brothers. Yeah. Well, he he was taking her, taking her for ice cream. He was. Mm-hmm. That sucks for you. I'm sorry. That's okay. You know your 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 brothers getting all the Mother's Day love that you didn't get. Nah, he said it was a mob scene. <laughs> yeah. He said he wanted to start drinking. Mother's Day does make you want to drink. Yeah, sir. For some people, it's got to be. A family day of hell. I would say I, a special shout out to the to the waiters out there working the Mother's Day shift. As a previously being a ten years, I was a waiter. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, it's the worst day of the year. I thought Easter would be. Easter's up there. Mother's Day is. Um, you imagine everyone wants to show mom a good time. Yeah. Because maybe a lot of them don't hang out with mom, mm-hmm. and they got their own family, so it's. Usually the dad is the asshole who's taking his mother out while still trying to keep his wife and kids happy, overwhelmed, and puts all that pressure on the waiter. Where um, That's usually the sort of the scenario I that bet. I used to get every Mother's Day. And Where did you work out here, and were you the kind of waiter that could memorize the shit, or do you have to write it down? I always wrote it down. <laughs> Sometimes, man, that is so impressive. There's like 10 people, and the guy's just got such swag, and he takes... You know, he walks around. I mean, it's amazing. It's it a really gift. is. No, it's truly a gift to the professionals. I'll even try to just because I'm so mad that they're not taking my order written down. I'll give them little specifics and be like, "You're gonna fuck this up. I'm gonna make you fuck this up." And they still bring it back nine times out of ten. They bring it back perfect. Yeah. Still forget the water, everyone. But I forgot the water. Don't give waiters a hard time about forgetting the water. There's everyone. It's a trail thought that you give the waiter. If you want to do it right, say, when the waiter comes up to you, say, we'd like to just start with a set of waters for the table while we're looking at the menu. Send him on his way. Otherwise, if you mix it in with the order, waters often get forgotten. Usually waiters don't get the, down in California, I noticed waiters don't give the water. It's the busboy. And so there's a lost in translation, I think, there. But your mom is, uh, I've always been curious about your mom. What does she do for a living? She was a nurse. She was a nurse and she worked in prisons as well? Mm -hmm. 
Your mom worked in prisons and, too. Yeah, and hospitals and yeah. That's pretty crazy. So she's like, she's tough. Your mom tough? Yeah. I mean, wouldn't physically look it, but yeah. You'd have to be tough to work in like a prison hospital. Mm-hmm. She spread some news that some conspiracy theory to you that some some prisoner gave her that the, I thought uh, was interesting. It was D- DMX killed Michael Jordan's dad. <laughs> yes. She heard through the prison system DMX killed Michael Jordan's dad. Yes. And then you were like, watch the documentary. And I Googled DMX Michael Jordan, and there is a, there is information there that leads to this documentary. But, you know, who knows? That stuff's all crazy. Did they ever solve it? The Michael Jordan... Michael Jordan's dad's death? Yeah, I think it was two, just two kids. Two kids just picked on the wrong guy. Well, we know that's not... They just nowadays we're finding out that those two kids that had nothing to do with it actually did have nothing to do with it. True. I'm reading I'm reading a lot of cover up shit coming to light now with DNA testing and the system's kind of starting to sway over to uh, getting to the bottom of some some missing information. There's so many people that have been fucked by police, corrupt and, cops, and particularly black people that have been screwed over by cops like trial four like the cops kept planting him and going after that guy over and over like and i think now it'd be a lot harder to do that as a cop like back then like before those guys were just like the good old boy club doing whatever they wanted to do yeah crazy i saw there's still the good old boy club i saw a video yesterday um of a cop just doing a a search of a house and during the search he opens the garage door and he sees that the garage door is just lightly tapped the car. And so he just gives it a few whacks against the car. And the guy had a camera in his garage and he actually got footage of the cop just whacking his door against the car and smashing his car. But what, but just to kind of, I don't like you kind of love tap? Yeah, just a bad cop. Just a, just a, a shitty cop. That's all. There's shitty everything. Sure is. It's easier to become a shitty cop, though, than I think it is to become a shitty pilot. <laughs> you're going to find out you're a shitty pilot quick, right? Yeah, and I think the system the system is a little less broken. The system is it doesn't have any holes in it. You just got to put in the hours. The hours. I mean, that should be what policing is. The hours. You, you sign up, <clears throat> and the more hours you serve... Uh, you know, accident-free. It should give you seniority. You don't get your gun until you've done at least, you know, 360 hours without a gun. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's a good option. I don't know the answer. What's your favorite flavor? Flavor? Mm, like a food? <laughs> sure. Do you have a favorite flavor? Like when you see a word on a package, what which word gets you hot? Cajun? Cajun. Cajun. Cajun is the word. Cajun's good. You know what my word is? Classic. It's good. I love classic everything. Like classic American classic, food. Classic chips. Yeah. Classic mustard. <laughs> yeah, you really can't go wrong. Right. Pretty much start out with classics, and then you kind of venture out. You work know. into the zesties and, yeah. and the um, sour cream, tasties. <laughs> yeah, the savories. Yeah, 
Zesty, what's the other? Zing. Yeah. Zings, yep. And then you get in the Cajun. Moroccan. Yeah. But you start with the classics. They still have oriental flavor noodles. I think that's, doesn't that seem... <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, would you like some oriental noodles? It's the only time you can say that word anymore. Why did that word get canceled? I don't know. And what's the new word for it? Asian? I never used oriental in a negative way. Yeah, I never... But it is, and therefore we should respect it, of course, Brian. It's Asians easier to say. Oriental has three syllables. <laughs> what kind of eggs do you buy when you're there? Big brown ones. Big brown ones. We talked about brown. Do you care about how big the farm is? I see they have small farm. I don't really care. I just kind of go for the, I hate to say it, cheaper ones. Cheaper? You can't taste the difference? You can, but... Really? Yeah, I think so. I mean, on like a good one, that's like, what do they call it? Like organic or whatever. That's small family farm. Small family. Uh, yeah. like, like just a dad <laughs> and his daughter. Yeah. And then just scooping these eggs up. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no aunt, mother, grandmother, grandfather, dead. <laughs> whole, whole external, outside the immediate household, they're all dead. Yeah. It's a good eggs. Nice operation. You scramble those on your, on your bacon. Yeah, it's good. The chickens appreciate not having a lot of people around, I think. Private. <laughs> so I pay a little extra. You open it up. You got a little little newspaper article in the egg carton, <laughs> the egg news. You get to read about what's going on in the egg world while you are while you have less than 30 seconds to fry your egg. <laughs> True. Um, half soup and sandwich. Do you ever order that? Occasionally. Anytime I order a half sandwich soup combo, I always say, you might as well throw in the other half the sandwich because no one else is ordering this fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it is a... I'd probably bet that when you order half a sandwich, it's never as good as the whole sandwich. Right? It's just going to piss you off. Everyone's just... Oh, he's just getting the half. Fuck it. I just can't... I can't... Yeah. I'm really not that hungry, but I'm going to order food. Yeah. Who does that? I don't want to eat, but if I'm going to <laughs> force myself to eat, I'll have a half a sandwich and soup. Yeah. Half soup. I always thought that was made to for the restaurant to make a little margin. Yeah, but then you, you better sell two of them. You better not sell three. <laughs> you better sell that thing in about an hour. <laughs> if you sell three of those, you better sell the fourth one. I want a half turkey, and the next guy comes in, he wants a half turkey. You know, something like, oh, don't you want turkey instead, man? How about turkey? I got a half turkey ready to go. <laughs> Ask that guy right there. He's eating the other half. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yep. Yeah, it's a dumb food. I saw the imitation crab prices at Ralph's were high. And I said to the guy, that's a little, don't you think that's a little steep for imitation crab? And he said, it's, it's, it's wild caught Alaskan imitation crab. What does that mean? Like faux? Fo, yeah. <laughs> P-H. F-O, F-E-A-U. I think Fo is F-A-U-X. It is F-A-U-X. How cool is it that a guy just rolled by on his bicycle like that? It is cool. I don't, I don't have that kind of... Y- your alley, and granted it's filthy, but it's got a little action. I put some cameras up. 
And and Oz, my neighbor, she put down uh, little. She went to uh, the aquarium and got little glass pebbles, and glued them to the cement and poured syrup all over the concrete. And I put up a camera and a this place is protected by a camera sign. Dude, we're Fort Knox in this alley. This this alley. Yeah. And what do you, I don't understand, I don't think anyone that happens to be listening understands what the maple syrup and the pebbles. I don't either. <laughs> but does that mean like it's going to sit there? I mean, it'll, and then if I sit down, it's going to be stuck to my ass? You do, it, it, when you walk by, I saw, a guy, I was actually walking behind a homeless guy and he was about to sit down and drink a case of beer there. Or is it supposed to be fake poop? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand the maple syrup. I have I haven't asked her. It's just her system. I get cameras and signs. She gets maple syrup and she goes to the aquarium and gets glass. Are you talking this one or that one? I'm talking this one. Oh, all right. Mine, I don't do maple syrup in mine, but I do do the fake camera and I do do the sign that says camera this pro- property is surveilled by the lady um that owns my house put up and you'll love this she put up one of those signs that said smile you know, oh yeah I, I had to take that down i was like my ego's too big to have one of those signs up it's yeah it's it's, it's not a place for comedy no exactly i know i think you got to be serious no <laughs> trespassing violators will be prosecuted how about beware of dogs beware of dogs is great dogs plural don't beware of dog beware of owner yeah i like that oh yeah some people do that kind of cutesy shit i don't like the cutesy shit i like straightforward classic signs classic beware of dogs classic no trespassing the uh, most classic sign not in the alley but on a car was my kid beat up your honor roll student yeah that's (laughs) that's one those stickers are annoying. Hey, the I got to see how your kid's doing in school. Why does anyone in traffic give a fuck about your kid's, you know, academics achievements? Yeah. You know who, where that sticker should be? It should be on the back of the front seat. <laughs> Staring at your kid in the face, letting him know you're proud of him. As you drive him all around. As you drive his ass to school. Yeah, that'd be good. Stupid signs. Yeah, no trespassing. Oz makes her own signs. She writes like, "No dumping here." Uh, yeah, I don't. And there's garbage all where she's. Yeah. The signs are. Yeah. I, I, um, I swear, if you clean that up and you like honestly did one of those like I don't know some sort of not a garden but anything. Yeah. It'd be good. It's gonna. It's coming. We. You you gotta do it. You, if you leave any garbage in these alleys, it just starts multiplying, and then they start sleeping in there and shitting in there. Were you the one that said that? Like one piece of trash turns into absolutely every time. Now, there's the odd, you know, person going through some sort of heat exhaustion. If I, if I want to be nice, that loses their shit in the alley, and I get it. The alleys are a great place to vent your frustrations, but just keep it clean. That's all I'm asking. Um, I've been following the Venice homeless situation and I saw I mean basically you just get these these homeless feeds I'm gonna call them have videos of of the boardwalk oh that somebody's up on a roof up there taking all those videos yeah 
like you know remember where the um yeah he's right next to I can't, he's right the, in front of the next to the blue house yeah like and then it's yeah he's <laughs> and i've lo- looked up there and it's one of those big circular almost like big brother so he must be that must be a remote control in there it's mm-hmm. not somebody up there so he must be watching like on a computer yeah like maybe he lives in the apartment and just kind of it's directs for that thing to go but man that shit on a day like, on a day like today i would 100 percent be going that way yeah. to go watch the roller skating people <laughs> it's gonna make it's but gonna you, make venice famous for something completely different yeah it's but you can't even go down there now i won't no. even like allow my bike to go left <laughs> there's, vam- there's vampires man it's 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 the lost boys yeah there's fires there's you know you have to see skid row dude you should do yourself a favor and drive down there <laughs> okay i will it's uh yeah, they walk down the middle of the street like zombies, and then you think I've I've had for a second a moment where I felt like we should just run over the guy, because they're they're on they're on something, yeah. man. I was crazy to see. Um, good to see downtown looks actually nice. And I was like, shit, I need to come down here more. Yeah. But then you kind of veer off a couple blocks, and I was doing it on purpose this time. But I was like, dude, fuck, this is crazy down here. It's and you say it's hopeless beyond this you couldn't help those people if you tried it's hopeless yep i saw one of the most uh difficult things to get out of my head headphones right i saw the most one of the most difficult things to get out of my head today i saw a woman they the the caption said she was on heroin or a heroin addict but all i saw was a video of a woman passed out with her arm behind her back so passed out that she didn't even know her arm was behind her back, lying on the floor of a subway car, and there was a rat eating out of her mouth. Yeah, dude. And it was a video. <laughs> I mean, man. I mean, sort of shame. How do you that. even take that video, first yeah, of all? Yeah, you got to go kick the rat off, right? Wouldn't you want to kick the rat off, you asshole? Uh, or I'd just get out of there. <laughs> that person looked dead. I mean, rats usually come when you're dead. Yeah, that's no good. I mean, you got you should be calling nine one one, man. Is that in New York or L.A.? That was in New York. You miss your mom? Yeah, of course. I guess I never really thought about it like that. You let her. You call her every week. Yeah. What's, yeah, she, what's she like? She's cool. Um, you know what she say? Uh, her happiness is only if her boys are happy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Are you only as ha- you're only as happy as your least happy son or child? Jeez, <laughs> it's one of those. I had a great I had a great childhood and uh, was a mama's boy probably. I don't know. She live up there. Yeah. Yeah, they live up on Pender Island. <clears throat> Is that where your dad lives too? Yeah. Yeah. So they all your parents aren't together anymore, are they? Yep, they're so together. Every morning they wake up and. They go to work in the yard. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. They've been chopping down trees, and my dad's been axing wood. Wow. Really getting that testosterone. Do you know about chopping wood? Uh, it's good for you. It's a, it's the most, uh, <clears throat> releases more testosterone than any other activity, physical activity, they say. Is it just because it's almost like a sexual motion? <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I don't know, I man. Sort of. How do you? <laughs> you know what I mean. You just when, when do you? <laughs> it's I don't know. Jesus, are you gonna get canceled? No, no. I mean that's how uh, you have sex. 
No, no. But it's. <laughs> I thought it would be more of like something because you're using like. There's the whole kind body. of a thrusting. Yeah, you're right. There's a little thrusting. I'll bail you out, Brian. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it's great. I love chopping wood. There's something too about when you hit that wood directly right and it explodes into two pieces perfectly and they both separate in a perfect V formation. And the and the axe sticks into the stump below. Oh, when you go straight down. And then you just when you watch that explosion, it's pretty dope. It's like hitting a golf ball, good. Pro- probably, <laughs> probably. But yeah, when you hit a golf ball, I good. Mean, like it must a baseball feel good. or anything, like it's like sort think, of that impact. But golfing, you're right. It's the impact with an, a foreign object that's so great. Mm-hmm. I guess baseball too. When you're when you hit that, make contact, and it goes out. Mm-hmm. But there's nature there too and and the pine and the and the tree releases some sort of i don't know how long can you do that for a couple minutes depends on your pace Uh, i could do it you know you can do a full eight hour shift of chopping wood and love it and just have some water nearby some delicious water and, and you go take a long nap what a great day that's cool what a great day my dad probably has he's got a beard now yeah, he looks like a lumberjack. Once he uh, coming back down, he chops wood in his bathrobe <laughs> and his slippers. He's got Crocs. He puts on Crocs and chops wood. So he's trendy. <laughs> he's probably got the first ever Crocs. They're hot now again, all right? Oh yeah, every once in a while a rapper drops it. You know, the Justin Bieber, and or they throw make it look like an ice cream cone, and everyone just gets giddy. We're so stupid. I've never understood Crocs. It's the stupidest thing. Yeah, kids wear them, and they make them popular, but that's kids don't have flat feet and all sorts of back problems, you know? Like, you need a solid shoe at, at our age. Getting older, Brian. Doc Martens. That's a solid shoe, yeah. <laughs> Doc Martens are pretty good. Dr. Martens. Yeah. I used to have a pair of those. those you always those you, have, you always have a different pair of shoes every time I see you. That's kind of, uh, I guess, they're cheap enough for me to buy a bunch of pairs of. I was looking at some Sacconis. Yeah. That's how you pronounce it? I think so. Am I wrong? I don't know. I, my, me and my buddy used to call them saucepans. Saucony. Uh, oh. Saucy. Yeah. yeah, I get them in my, uh, in my Amazon feed. <laughs> I actually that's great so you got them no I didn't get them I look at them I put them in my cart I got a pair in my cart too <laughs> not Sockenies but uh I got a pair of running shoes in my in my cart do you do that you let things sit in your cart for a while yeah and then sometimes I'll just leave that cart for like four years <laughs> you need good shoes like you said I did a huge walk about yesterday man my fucking feet were killing and i yeah. had good shoes you did yeah and i was like gotta get better ones gotta like can't get them off amazon for what you if you need really good shoes you gotta go to a good place if you need good shoes you gotta try them on first too it's just such a hassle shoes show up you put them on and they don't fit and that's the end of the experience in amazon yeah you just either have to keep those shoes or send them back but you can try on like five pairs of shoes in a very short period of time in a nordstrom rack or whatever I gotta go to Nordstrom Rack because I have 14s, Brian. Shoe stores don't carry shoes my size. Did you go to the one, uh, the end of the 90? Yeah, a little bit more, but Nordstrom Rack has a 
whole rows of shoes yeah. that I can sit there and try on and make some, you know, sit with it with myself. A bit. Oh, and there's like no sales guy coming to you. It's no just in sale. boxes. And exactly. Just, that's the way to do it. Yeah. And in 14, usually like that place at the end of the 90 and other foot lockers, usually they got like one or two pairs of 14s, if anything. So I really got to, it's tough, man. It's tough finding clothes for this guy and sitting in front of you. Imagine being taller and bigger. Oh my God. Like, what do you do if you're seven foot? You better be fucking good at basketball, man. <laughs> you better be an athlete. Yeah. It's a lot more pressure to be an athlete when you get tall. Because, you know, you can go to Ross Dress for Less and get a pair of football cleats in size 16. I know they're sitting there. They have a, if you ever go to the end of the shoe aisle at a Ross Dress for Less, they always got football cleats and baseball cleats and you can just unscrew the cleat and just walk around on the football cleats size 20 your uh your peer sebastian maniscalco his ross mm -hmm. skit is fucking classic that's a, that's a classic sebastian bit for yeah, sure he was like he was like all the shit was like swinging and he was underneath it trying to find Yeah, what are people doing with these clothes? You got this in a small? No? <laughs> yeah, it was good. I always find it interesting too how they restocked that place when like if you if they did actually have customer service in Ross, that how they explained things to you would make no like no sense. You could be like, "Hey, could you tell me how to uh, where you keep your socks?" Oh yeah, they're over by the boxing gloves and the headphones <laughs> and the wall art uh, just mixed in with the peanut butter and the plates and the armor all. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I just had this idea. You could do the show sitting outside the 99 cent store. I mean, <laughs> and I ask couldn't. people what they bought. What did you guys get? <laughs> I was looking for light bulbs. So I just picked up some cat food. <laughs> yeah, you can't go in a 99 cent store with, for one thing. That place is nuts. They they should just have a camera in front of that place. Yeah. Well, it's always lines. They only have like two registers open. I do go in there at times because I'm like, shit, it doesn't make sense for me to buy stuff for four bucks at CVS when it's 99 cents here. But I get in there, a couple whiffs of that air, and I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> there's only one way in, and there's only one way out. <laughs> yeah. And there's no back door. Um, so as you're going in, you're, you're having, you have to go almost up river upstream through the checkouts <laughs> to the left. just to get into the store. <laughs> yeah. And they got a big security guard there. There's a lady selling stuff inside the 99 cent store just before you leave sometimes. Do you notice that? Yeah. That's a little weird now. So she's selling flowers in the 99 cent store after you check out, but not outside. So <laughs> it's a very small store she's running. It's just a, a foot by a foot. Which leads me to Whole Foods. Yeah. With the flowers outside. Yes. So you go into Whole Foods, you grab your shit, you pay, then you walk out, you see flowers, you pick them up, then you got to go back in. Right. It doesn't make any sense. You can't, I, I, I guess the idea is that the flowers need some air, fresh air. So we have, they, they, the stores just don't know how to so, sell flowers. So it's up to you to carry the flowers around the entire time you shop. Yeah. If you want to do it in a uh, fluid way. Flowers don't fit in any bag. <laughs> they bring. They give you a cone of plastic. <laughs> I always feel like an asshole carrying them. 
Yeah. Yeah, we get it, buddy. You're getting laid. Like Friday night. Oh, look at this guy. This guy's never gotten any pussy. Look at him. He's getting her flowers. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, God. Why don't you just put some balloons in the cl- and a, con- a pack of condoms in there? I'll be like, buddy, nobody likes carnations. Mm-hmm. They don't. I love carnations, but no one else does. Uh, Mother's Day today. Did you get your mother any flowers? No, just that video. I should have got my mom flowers. I'm gonna get flowers today for Jill. I should have already. At Whole Food. Jill loves flowers. Women love flowers, man. So do I. <laughs> you love flowers? Yeah. I'll get you some flowers one day. I got that bougainvillea growing all over the house, so I clip it down and put it in. Oh, good. All over. I put it in old liquor bottles. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. You got a lot of those lying around. Yeah, I do. Those, pre- those pre-made, those old-fashioned bottles. Do you see uh, my little liquor sec- section that I have here? Bring your glass over next time, and you can crack into some delicious uh, classic flavors of gin and whiskey. That looks good. The shack's coming together. Yeah, what did... Uh... I, just, I just toned it down, I think. <clears throat> Less is more. Maybe clean it up a bit too bry i even look at this your headphones you notice how we're not tugging on each other's headphones anymore yeah it's nice you can just relax and sit back anything uh new for comedy for you or what shows yes brian i was going to mention to everyone (laughs) if everyone was coming to see me in at stir crazy comedy club i got some good news and some bad news the bad news is i'm not going to be there I moved my date till after October, after no, in November, I believe. I'll, I'll get the date for you. Sit tight. Um, but I'm going to have to cancel because I am going to be going to the Caribbean, to the Bahamas. So if you bought a ticket to the show, I am so sorry. Do me a favor. Tweet me. Instagram message me. Facebook message me a photocopy, a photo picture of your receipt of your ticket, and I will mail you a copy of my book. I have like four left. I know more than four of you didn't buy tickets already. But you sent me a picture of that. Um, Are you, you going there for fun or for work? Work. Wow. Yes. Going for work. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, man. I'll be back. Well, is the whole family going or what? I got to take the whole family. Yeah. Are you on like a carnival cruise? No. (laughs) (laughs) I've never done a cruise ship, but I don't know any of my peers that I look up to. Um, I I don't see them bragging about cruise ships. Nobody's bragged to me about and told me I'm missing out. Maybe experience for once. I would, but Jill's been on cruises before, and she won't go. Not surprise me. <laughs> that doesn't surprise you? No, it does you? not surprise me. She would not go. You've like, been on cruise ships? I've been on once. Yeah? Where'd I, you go? Uh, um, Out of Miami to... Fuck, I don't even remember. Uh, <laughs> Mexico. Uh, yeah. Haiti. You went to Haiti, okay. Yeah, like the side of Haiti that you can go to. Mexico, Haiti, <laughs> Jamaica. I'd want to live on the side you can go to. Yeah. 
we went around. It was cool. I mean, it was fun for a week. It's you know, a, it, it's a party. It was. We were you were the, probably younger. Yeah, we were like twenty five. It was like twenty five people my age, and but they're all their parents. And then it doesn't matter where you stopped. No, it didn't. It didn't. But it was fun, and it was you know, it was like a you know casino and all that stuff. It, the best part was probably when you were at sea, just right. like out in the middle of the ocean. You know, it's cool. But I can see how people would find it to be like gluttony and disgusting and and all that stuff as well. Yeah, it's like you're you know the ship is almost holding its breath the whole time you're on it and you're worried that it's eventually going to explode and just it's hard to believe that a that thing floats and how those things operate clean and food and everything it's it's they're still going there's i can't believe this industry i mean they they took a huge blow huge i thought they were going to go under for sure but at the same time you know the titanic happened and they still kept going like they made it through the titanic uh, sinking and Jeez. they still were like no no even though that's happened <laughs> trust us so you saying that we learned nothing from the pandemic we learned nothing <laughs> from titanic <laughs> um i don't yeah i don't think we did learn anything from the pandemic because cruise ships are coming back i think that i don't know i just don't know who who i've never heard anyone say i love cruise ships in my life there's a, there's a certain person that loves it for sure tell me who this person is what does he look like? I would, I mean, I don't, could be, could live anywhere, but, um, okay. somebody, sh- somebody who loves free food. Crocs. This guy wears Crocs for sure. Crocs. Free he food. Wears, uh, he has a no fear sign on his windshield. Oh, okay. Like he sticker. Has, he has a tattoo of a leprechaun on his arm. Okay. He gets sunburned and wears those Ray-Bans. You know what like the, the. Oh, like the baseball cut players wear? Yeah. Like, and he gets, yeah. he takes them off and he's got the, the line from wearing them. Okay. He's got a flat top. Okay. <laughs> a couple kids that are overweight and they're about six. God, you know, I would like to spend a couple hours at the bar with that guy, <laughs> but I don't want to live on the same ship as him for a night. I bet, I mean, you'd kill it on him. For one night, if they said, hey, come for a week on a cruise ship, all you got to do is two different nights, or you do one at the lounge, you do one in the main thing, that'd be cool. Hat chopper me on. Yeah. I'll do the show. Maybe I'll spend the night. But I think they do that for big. They definitely do that for certain people. I'm sure. It's is it Vegas at sea? Yeah. Okay. But what's the Bahamas like? Is it a club? It's a event. It's, it's a one-time, one-night event. So <clears throat> it's a private event. Otherwise, I'd invite you. I'd invite all of you. Of course, I would. No. I honestly would, <laughs> but I can't. That's part of the deal. What a! I've never been to the Caribbean, so but Jill has and she loves it. So she gave me the thumbs up, and um, said I'm coming. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea too that the water is like a bath there, yeah. and my kid can learn to swim a little. He's at that age. Mm-hmm. Brian, he's got the bicycle with no pedals. You know that bicycle? Yeah, my kids. I'm oh, not my kids. My nephews had where they run with their feet. And, yeah, yeah. He's two. He's running and putting his feet up and go- coasting. Sick. I didn't learn to ride a bike till I was five. That's I mean, this kid's gonna be riding a bicycle by in a couple of months. He'll be riding a bicycle. Not long ago, I saw that Jake. What's this kid's name? Jake the Ripper. 
Yeah. He's a little skateboarder down in Venice Park. Oh, yeah. He's, but I saw him down there. And he, I don't know how old he is, but he's doing shit that's like... I don't know. He's going to be famous for whatever he's doing. And he's on a skateboard. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just got to... It's tough because those skate parks are full of, of uh, all sorts of little potholes as in life, right? There's a lot <laughs> of characters in that place. It, yeah. You don't... I, I mean, a lot of those kids, you got you to gotta steer through that. Skateboarding in Venice is treacherous. There's a lot of people who just ruin their life here. And in that skateboarding community, I know one of them. He drove his car into our back, almost through our backyard. And he teaches kids to skateboard there. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it's a street life. It's a bit of a street life, skateboarding. Yeah, it's all kinds of people in there. Young kids, middle-aged white guys. Yeah. Just like everything across. Like, hey, man, I know you love to skate, but maybe go do that on your own time. Leave this for like 18 and under. That's amazing. I, I'm so scared of that bull. That park in general just looks like a place where I would end up getting an ambulance. Wouldn't it be nice, though, if no one was there? Like, if you could put on, like, wrist guards totally. and a helmet, I'd love to go in there. I would say that about everywhere on the in the world <laughs> if no one saw me if everyone was gone this place would be awesome yep oh man i would love to all the things you could go do get that you get the ocean to yourself uh, you'd get a coffee shop to yourself the whole thing <laughs> one guy needs to stay alive the barista <laughs> yeah gotta have him there we gotta keep him alive but yeah, this pandemic, you know, in closing, we're getting close to the a, a wonderful episode, by the way, Brian. Thank you. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you. We both brought very good stories today, but definitely a four to five star episode. Do you uh, edit these? Normally I will, but I don't feel like we need to edit this one. And it's Sunday, Brian. We're going to actually have one go up on time. It's been a while since you've had a podcast on Monday morning. This this is one of them. So, do you uh, interact with people at all? Like the honest that listen. I do. Like, um, when do they listen to it? Where do they listen to it? You get feedback on it from people. Very little feedback. Can you guys give me some feedback? Two people that give you feedback send them books. I don't have an. I just gave all my books to people who just bought tickets to Stir Crazy Comedy Club. <laughs> send a, I don't know, a glamour shot of yourself. Send a glamour shot? Yeah. Those oh, things. ask people to send a glam shot? <laughs> well, yeah, you could do Hey. Oh, I'll send you a glam shot yeah. if you give me some feedback. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. I will send you an autograph picture glam shot if you send me some feedback with your address. Okay. And that feedback, it needs to be public, I should mention. Don't just email me. Post something, some feedback, a review on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, wherever, Amazon, wherever you listen to this podcast. Find the comment section and leave some feedback, and I will send you an autographed glam shot. Now, Brian, I have to go get some glam shots taken. I thought you already you have those like old ones like in that thing right there. Look, Brian, they need a new glam shot. 
Oh, yeah, that is like a different person, I guess. Eight, this will be a unique lockdown podcast glam shot for only lockdown podcast listeners. Thanks for listening, you guys, and have a great week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Say bye, Brian. Bye. And hang in the shack with Lachlan Patterson. Cause it's the Lockdown Podcast. Talking about whatever you want. Chilling out, having a chill sesh with Lachlan's guest. Yeah. The Lockdown Podcast.